You're listening to Empress Conversations Podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empresscconversationswithmaggie/get-started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. Today my guest is Jennifer Pink with Thumbprint Collective. Welcome Jennifer. Hello, thank you for having me. Absolutely, I'm so delighted to speak with you today. Jennifer, tell us about your business and how you got started. (laughs) How I got started, that's a long story. Um, I started Thumbprint Collective about three years ago. Okay. Um, I I had been in business for about 11, 10, 11 years before that. Um, and although I had built a solid brand, I hadn't really defined what I wanted to do, right? Like I was kind of just all over the place a little. Well, not I mean, not all over the place, but all over the place in the terms of I wasn't honing in on that one thing and making money, right? Mm. um, I called it my expensive hobby. (laughs) (laughs) I had written like three or four books. I had spoke on stages, um, but I I wasn't make I wasn't generating any revenue, right? Like I wasn't even breaking even. Um, So it was a very expensive hobby, and Mm -hmm. so I had moved to Georgia, and my Thoughts were, I'm going to move to Georgia and my business is going to take off, right? Like I'm going to get rich, rich. People are going to start paying me all kinds of money. Um, And as much as my business has changed and I have, and I'm doing well, um, it didn't quite happen like that. Um, Mm -hmm. What happened was I was approached by um, these ladies to manage their blog. Mm -hmm. And I had never managed a blog before that. But I knew business and I knew branding and I knew marketing. um, And I had just never done that for someone else because I just thought I wasn't good enough. Right. I I had this whole in my head. I didn't get a a degree. I didn't go to college. I just know what I know. So I'm just not good enough. I could never have that as a business. But they loved what I was doing with my brand. So they approached me and. I created a whole strategy plan for them. I, um, from what type of content to, you know, um, what's supposed to social media, what merchandise they should use, should launch, um, what partnerships they should go after. And that was the first time somebody paid me and they didn't just pay me like $500. They paid me, um, a couple thousand dollars. Um, and I even built their website. Right. So it was like this whole thing, which now looking back, I mean, I did it for really cheap. But it was the first time, like I said, I had gotten paid. And so that like kind of lit this fire. And it was like, hmm, I do this really easily. And people are willing to pay for this. Maybe this is the lane I need to be in versus the life coaching versus the author. Because I really hate writing books anyway. Right. Um, maybe this is the lane. Um, and so as I was building that out, I took a VA job. For another entrepreneur, right? Because in my um, my real life, my nine to five life, I was a secretary, um, and so 
I can be a VA. Like that's, you know, I can do that with my eyes closed. Um, but then being her VA, I realized that small businesses tend to have this huge problem. They want to hire this one person to do everything in their business. Yes, yes. Um, one, they don't pay enough for everything. And two, your average VA couldn't possibly do half of these things. Right. You know, like I, she was blessed in the fact that, like I said, I had been an entrepreneur for so long. So I know how to build a website. I know the basics of branding. I know how to market because I was a secretary in my old job. I know how to run an office, right? Like I knew all the things, but I was like, ma'am, this is not $12 an hour work. Like. <laughs> This is, and then I didn't feel respected, right? Because she would ask me what to do and I would give her my thoughts, but then she would go ask her business coach who she was paying thousands of dollars to a month and they would literally say the same thing, but because she was paying them thousands of dollars, she respected what they said and not what I said. And I was like, oh, we got a problem. Like Houston, we have a problem. Mm. And so with that, I started Thumbprint and I was like, I want to be the team for small business owners, right? Because I think we, we, we've gotten to the point where we believe in investing in the coach, yes. right? Yes. But we haven't gotten to the point where we realize, but who's going to execute with what the coach says? Because if you had time to execute, we probably wouldn't even be here. Like we would be in a whole different ballpark. And so that's what I, I went after doing, becoming that team. Um, I've learned so much along the journey, right? I've made my first six figures. Um, I love what I'm doing. Um, but now I've also learned, um, I love the done for you space. I don't, I don't like the, the coaching and the consulting space because people don't listen. Right. And I feel like my breath is priceless. And so I don't want to talk just to talk. <laughs> like if you're not going to execute, I don't even want your money. Like I don't even, I don't even want to do this right here. So now my business has transformed to, um, I, I, I do strategy mainly, right? Um, uh, most of our, most of our clients come to us because they need the plan. They need the blueprint, right? They've got the coach telling them that they need to define their brand, telling them that they need to market, but they don't know how, what that looks like in real life. So we create the plan because I know how to do this, like with my eyes closed. So we create the plan. And then for a few select businesses, we do the whole thing. But I've learned that I need people who are willing to be locked in and ain't no switching up. Right. right? So you have like we're talking about six months retainers or we're talking about I have an idea for a business. Take me from here to launch. Those are the only people I work with in a complete done for you space and but I'm doing it all for you right because that's where my expertise shines because and and if anybody is is ever any type of coach or consultant or strategist you come up with these amazing ideas and you give them to people and then you're looking at them like that's not what I said you mm. didn't do that right <laughs> wait no like right and so you begin to doubt yourself and you begin to doubt your abilities and your talents and your natural gifts. And so I, I don't, I don't want to put my um, self-esteem in somebody else's hands. There you go. There you go. So, that's so great. This is where we are. 
Jennifer, that is a great segue because earlier on, you mentioned that you work for another woman and you didn't feel respected. And then right before that, you mentioned something about, I guess, uh, this is me paraphrasing. You had a little bit of imposter syndrome in terms of when you first started. So being that you were working for another woman and then you didn't feel heard in yourself, how did you overcome that for that time? Because if you're dealing with imposter syndrome and then that just adds on more pressure when you're not feeling respected or heard by another woman, how did you overcome that hurdle and then continue on to just bring that bag home and make six figures? I, um, so what I always tell people is if you're going to become an entrepreneur, you need to hire a life coach or a therapist because mm -hmm. entrepreneurship has this amazing ability to pull all the pieces that are within you that we try to hide. We try to mask. We try to push down and pretend like they don't exist. It will bring it all, all on front street. Like all your business will be out there. Um, entre entrepreneurship just does that. And I don't care what anybody says, but that's what it does. And so before I was hired by her, I had begun the journey of really understanding how much um, lack of self I had, self-love, self-worth, self-esteem, right? Like I, I, I had begun the work before that when it came to like relationships with men or um, relationships with friends, but never in the space of just owning who I was. Like I, I didn't really know that I never owned who I was and what I could do and believe in my power. And yeah. so I had begun the work. Um, it's something about full-time entrepreneurship. When you ain't got a, a check to fall back on, you start doing all kind of work on yourself. Like, okay, let me get this right. Let me get this right. And right. so I began doing the work. So when I was in the position and I, at first I, I, you know, you kind of brush some things off as, as personality traits. You kind of brush things off as, okay, maybe, you know, I understand high powered woman, you know, we, we, we kind of build this extra masculine toughness and, and right. maybe that's what this is. And then when, when it became blaring in my face, when I'm sitting in the room with the coach and the coach is like, well, well, Jennifer said is what you should do. And she's like, oh, are you sh like, you know, like when it just became blaring, I was like, this is the time where I have to leave. Like there's no conversation that we can have. There's no meeting of the minds like if you don't respect me i can't force you to respect me so i just have to walk away and go where i'm respected like and it just it, but I, I i could not have done that a year before because a year before i would have been like well you know what if i can't find another gig what if i can't you know what i gotta feed my kid like i would have all the other things would have been more paramount but at that point it just respect is almost worth its weight in gold because yes. you know now I work with people and they respect me so highly that the referrals are so you know like they calling me to oh I met this person and this person needs you and I'm gonna give them your number and you know but that's because of the res the mutual respect so the respect is almost worth more than the money because your respect can take me to other places that your money just can't absolutely well said well said 
One thing, Jennifer, with Thumbprint, let's talk a little bit about that with Thumbprint Collective. Um, in your business, you are a strategist, right? In your words, from what I heard. So being a strategist, you basically did this for yourself. And so if you can turn your company from being not sustainable to generating six figures in a short time period, then how you transition that and do it for your client because you've actually got it for proof. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't have the strategy when it first, you know, the first year or first couple of years in business, there is no strategy to make their business sustainable. And like in your words, which you said so well, it becomes an expensive hobby. So how do you take someone's idea into a thriving business that actually brings in profit? So. What I uncovered, right, um, a, a, the sweet spot of entrepreneurship is when you marry your purpose with your passion, with your natural skills and talents, right? Like, that's the sweet spot. A lot of people are, you know, have a business built around their purpose, but they don't have the, their, their passion doesn't work with it or their, their skills and talents aren't working with it. Um, and so Thumbprint is the, the sweet spot of me, right, in, in all honesty, because Creating strategy was something I did well before entrepreneurship was even on the table. I was the person, if you came to me and you were like, I want to become a model. I'm researching. I'm coming up with a plan. Okay, so you need to talk to these kinds of people. We need to be at these kinds of events. We, you know, we need, we need these kinds of pictures. Like That's who I am naturally. I am naturally a strategist. I am naturally the person that needs a plan and not just a Oh, we're going to go down over here plan. No, I need a, first, we're going to do this. Second, we're going to do this. Third, we're going to do, like, I need the detailed plan. That's who I am naturally. So when, um, when people come to me with their business, one of, one of my other lovely gifts is I can hear what you're not saying. Oh, that's right. So, so entrepreneurs come and they give you all these cute buzzwords and they tell you all the things that they've heard other people say. And I just listen and I smile and I nod. And then I start to ask those deeper questions. Okay. And they're like, why are you asking me that? What is, what is, why do you need to just answer my question? Trust me. Just answer my question. Trust me. Right. And then they answer the questions. And then from there, I'm able to literally go, is this what you want? And I'm able to put into words what they want in their business. And most people have just never heard it, right? Like they've never heard their vision put into words. And, and I always say like, that's because you missed the step of building a solid brand. Because if you build a solid brand, you've got your vision put into words, right? Like we, we get the logo, we get the cute stuff, we get the colors, but that's not your brand. Your brand is who you are, what you do, who you do it for, and why you do it. It's the who, what, when, where, how, right, of, of your business. And so once I'm able to put their vision into words, they're like, oh, my gosh, yes. Like the light bulb goes off, and they're like, how do I make that happen? Oh, that I, we can do, baby. Like, let me tell you, first, we need to redevelop this brand. We need to get this on paper because when we get it on paper and when we make it, like, you know, like the scripture says, write it, <laughs> write it, make it plain, right? So when you write it and make it plain, it can seed into every other aspect of your business. You now know how to market your business because you know exactly what to say, who to right. talk to, when right. to talk to them, 
how to talk to them, right? You know exactly when it's time to grow, when it's time to scale, right? Um, another big thing that we do in the strategy is pricing because I, I don't know who sprinkled the fairy dust that said, just come up with a price, right? Like, no, there's a formula to this and you need to follow it, right? That's why you can't invest in hiring somebody. That's why you can't invest in hiring a coach, hiring a strategist, because you're not pricing correctly, because that should be from the day one price. So that when you've sold a hundred items, you've got this little stockpile of money that you can now invest into your business to do the next thing. And so that's what I do. Like I literally break all that out. Right. I break all those pieces down and all you have to do is follow the yellow brick road. I love the yellow brick road. Jennifer, let me ask you. So this is a twofold question. Who and where is Jennifer Pink going to be in the next 10 years? <laughs> um, I will most definitely be living um, on community land. Mm. Um, Village is, is, is the heart of everything for me. It is why, um, I do everything that I do. So in the next 10 years, I definitely will be living on village land, working, um, and playing and, and doing life with people that, um, I consider my village, right? And, um, I definitely will be speaking on stages still. I definitely will still be, um, strategizing with black business owners. Um, but my life will, in my life will look like the things that I talk about every day. Wonderful. Love it. So then the second half of that question is where is thumbprint collective going to be in the next five to 10 years? What is the end game here? The big goal that a thumbprint is striving for. So the big goal for us is to change the trajectory of the black economy. That mm. is the big goal for us. Um, so I don't, I don't, selling is not an option on the table. Um, you know, merging is not really an option on the table. Um, we will be doing this work and continuing this work until we can't do this work anymore. Um, I would love if my children did this work, right? I would love if I was able to hire people who caught the vision completely and not just knew how to do this thing, right? But really caught the vision and did the work. Um, Okay. But we are also in, in this moment transitioning to, um, a, a second subsection, so to speak, called Black Business Over Everything. And in that subsection, we want to be the community. We want to be the backbone. We want to be the funding source. We want to be the, the educational platform for Black business owners. So that I think is our 10, 20 year plan is to build that out and become that. And it'd be like, in, in my, if I close my eyes, I see somebody saying, I want to start a business or I want to um, do this. And black business over everything has a black business that can do that or help you with that. And so the dollar starts to circulate more than it's ever circulated within our community. I love that. I love that. You know, Jennifer, I feel as though there's something in the air and I'm, I noticed that there's a trend. Every woman I'm connected to professionally, 
there is something about now is the time to get on board and strive for your dreams because I don't know if you've caught it, like it's in the air. Every woman I know personally is digging in and putting her feet to the ground because it's like, if you miss the boat now, it's like, this is the year for the black woman. Truly, I truly believe it. Funding is becoming available. Lots of women are moving over into entrepreneurship. This is the time. There is no excuse for getting a website, getting started, whatever your gift is, if it's a service or a product, selling it. And I'm just amazed. It tickles me every time I see a woman who's invested in doing this and doing that. It just gets me excited. Have you noticed that trend as well and the passion in this new age of you know, go, go black women, we're doing it. We're making our dollars. We're getting the bag. Um, I have, um, I think, I think it's been, it's been happening for a little, quite some time, right? It started with education. We, we yes. all went after education yes. and then kind of realized that education is not as beneficial for a black woman as it is for necessarily a white man. Right. Just because I got all the letters behind my name doesn't mean I'm going to walk into the two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar a year job like they can. Um, Podcast I have to do on a separate day. But (laughs) right. So so we we started with that revolution and then we went, oh, okay. Um, so you don't want to pay me, right? Like we, 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 we know our worth. Like, and I think that as black women as a whole, we've kind of always had this not you ain't talking to me right like because i'm above that like we've always had that spirit and so um it started with those who had the means right those who had the money started the wave of i'm I'm gonna create a business or i'm gonna go out here and and do what i really want to do i'm gonna go after my passion i'm gonna figure out my purpose i'm gonna live my life to my fullest right and now we're starting to see the ones that don't necessarily have the same means the same you know bank accounts are starting to be like i can do it too right and i think that's when the revolution has really taken full force because i think for so long there was this this thought you had to be rich rich to start a business and the truth is business is the best way to bootstrap yourself to rich rich it is it is it is it is so yeah like i think that that's definitely what's happening um, and people are, are, you know, they're willing to, to put in the work. Absolutely. And there just isn't an excuse with YouTube, TikTok University, all these avenues and rev- seriously, <laughs> I'm joking about it, but there, it really is no excuse. Granted, you could probably start off that way, but at some point you will have to either pay for a professional coach or pray, pay for a mentor because I cannot stress how much I believe in mentorship. I have worked with three mentors and I got myself a new coach this year, but there's so many wonderful benefits. If someone is trying to get where somebody has already been, why waste years when they could easily show you the path and the to doing it. So I definitely do agree with that. What's your insight with next year being an election year? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with all the means. I think that we need a timeout and we need to be single for a while, right? Like, cause, cause we, we, there's a whole lot of craziness going on. Um, I, 
my my aunt, my hope and my prayer is that um we begin to actually pay attention. I think a lot of times um it's an emotional decision, it's a a knee jerk response, it's uh oh well this is what we've always done, so this is what we have to do. And I think um as more of us step into the business realm, as more of us pay attention to the economy, as more of us are just like, you know, wait, it got to make dollars and cents, right? Mm -hmm. I think, I think there's going to be a shift. Um, I don't think it will be next year because I just think it's a little too soon. I think it's actually, it, it probably has to get worse before it gets better. And um, just paying attention to what's going on in Florida and Texas. I think it's, it's going to get worse and we're going to see more attacks. We're going to go back to the attacks of just because we are black and brown, right? Like nothing else, nothing else to do with it. It's, and it's going to be more on a bigger stage and not just, you know, in the small city or in the small town, something we can hush hush and, and hide away or not just the police, which it never was just, but you know how that goes. But it's going to be more on this huge platform, which is going to cause us to start paying attention. And I think it's what's needed. That's but I also think with that entrepreneurship is going to take off because as we watch and pay attention to, Oh, the government really don't care about us. Oh, that good job. Ain't really got no security. Right. Oh, then benefits was really a, 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 a bull over our eyes. We will begin to rely on one another. And we will begin to, um, kind of go back to the bartering and the village and the recycling the dollar within ourselves, which is the reason why other communities are thriving and successful and don't care when there's a recession and don't pay attention to what craziness is going on because they have the infrastructure and we don't have the infrastructure. And I totally think that this will be the journey to our building of an infrastructure, or at least I pray. Well said. I'm going to circle our conversation back to Thumbprint. So if one of our listeners is really enjoying our conversation, let's talk about how our listeners could work with you. Let's say someone who's been in business for maybe three months to six months, literally, literally just getting started. How do you help new entrepreneurs, new businesses get started and elevate them to that six, six figures within the first couple of years? I, I, I give you a, a blueprint or I call it the black print, right? <laughs> I, I, I can definitely, um, if you are just starting or if you haven't started, it's almost the perfect time because you don't have any bad habits. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You don't have any, um, any nuances that we have to, you know, coach you through, right? You're like a baby. And, and we, you think of how quickly a baby goes from just laying there, to crawling, to walking, to running. Like that's a year's time. They're just out the door. And that's literally what a strategy can do for you in the beginning. Um, so whether um, you work with me, um, our, our, our shortest time strategy session is four hours or whether you're like, okay, no, I want to get locked in and you want to do a um, intensive um, year long strategy session, whichever you want to do, it is the perfect time to do it because I guarantee you um, the light bulbs will go off. We'll unlock some things you weren't thinking about. 
we can definitely start fine tuning them seven streams of income within your one business, not your seven businesses. Um, and we can really get you into a place where, like you said, in a year or two, you're making the six figures, right? Not in five to 10, <laughs> because most of us, it took us five to 10 because we didn't have the plan. We didn't have the strategy. We were just kind of winging it on a hope prayer. And well, I think this may work today, right? Um, and, and that's, that's the beauty of, like you said, mentorship. That's the beauty of coaching and consulting. That's the beauty of a strategy. I love it. I love it. Share with us, Malika. How, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I wrote down Malika's. Share with us, Jennifer, how people can find you and how they can access, you know, get access to you. Sure. Um, you can connect with me. I'm on all social media as at MS Jennifer Pink, like the color. Um, you can connect with me as far as business. Um, I mean, I'm, my DMs are always open. I'm not one of those people. Like, don't DM me. Please DM me. I don't care. Um, but you can connect with the business at thumbprintcollective.com or blackbusinessovereverything.com. Um, and it, that's what all their socials are as well. Like, I believe in a solid, strong brand through and through, right? So at Thumbprint Collective on Facebook, on Instagram, um, at Black Business Over Everything on Instagram. And then we have a Facebook community that's Black Business Over Everything. Um, and those are the easiest ways to get connected. And if you connect with me at any of those places, the links will be there, right? Like I, I guarantee you, I don't hide my links. They're not hidden underneath some magic spell. Like they're right there in the, in the top. They're in the bio. They're on, click a post and it'll take you to a link. Like, um, I'm very, I believe in, you should be able to easily find me and talk to me. I love it. I love it. Any other speaking engagements or events coming up in Atlanta or online that uh, people can find you or, you know, follow up with you? I don't have any at this moment. Um, I kind of took a backseat of the personal speaking to really hone in on thumbprint and black business over everything. Um, but I'm always available. <laughs> Well, that's, that's wonderful. You're definitely very engaging, and I've enjoyed our chat here today. Thank you. Before we kind of uh, close our conversation here, um, any last words or things or thoughts you would like to share our offers with our uh, listening audience and people who are watching us on YouTube? I would say um, collaboration right? Like collaborate. We need to get out of the space of I'll do it on my own. I'll bootstrap. I'll figure it out. Um, whether or not you have the funds to do whatever it is that you need to do, collaboration is key. Absolutely. Collaboration is key. Um, we are in the process of launching our next service and it is all about collaboration. Um, because there's so many things that you need in business right. and the price tags are adding up. <laughs> like I'm going to keep it real with you. Them price tags start adding up. Um, and so stay connected with community, right? Like find your community, find your people and collaborate. Like, don't be afraid to say, Hey, I need to do a photo shoot. Um, you know, does anybody like sell lashes and I can wear your lashes instead of going to spend a hundred dollars you don't have on getting your lashes done. 
right? Because they need high quality photography. They need models in their lashes. So why not you? And it just becomes that simple. And you're a brand ambassador just like that. Another title added on. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. What else? Um, outside from collaboration, I would say, I think we need to get to our sweet spots faster. Like mm -hmm. figure out what your true purpose is, not what you think your purpose is that you can monetize, right? Like it's become like this thing, like, what can I monetize? No. <laughs> What is your true purpose? What are you truly passionate about? And what are your God-given, naturally breathed skills and talents? And let's create something around that. Because the worst thing you can do is create a business that is a job that you hate going to. Exactly. Waking up to. Exactly. Now, you know, I really liked how you framed that, Jennifer, because you mentioned the sweet spot. In my 20s, I had no clue who I was. I just wanted to have fun, get up every day, party city. Now, in my 30s, I started to be like, uh, okay, let's, let me, my 40s was the sweet spot because I kind of fit into my skin and I can walk in who I am and my purpose into this world, in this world. How would you, uh, mirror that in terms of, wherever our listeners are at whatever stage they're in in their life, finding that sweet spot. Because for me, that happened at around 40. For others, it could be 50, 60, et cetera. How to, besides therapy, you did mention you went, you know, therapies are always highly recommend therapy. But how did you hone in on finding that sweet spot and finding a good business to, to run? So what I always say is, <clears throat> like you said, in our 20s, you know, we want to party and have fun. In our 30s, we start going like, mm, what's this really about? In our 40s, we go like, oh, wait, let me get this together real quick. Like, we ain't got that much time. And But what I always say is, when you were a child, you were in your sweet spot and you had no idea and you were just doing it because it was who you were. And life is what took you out of it. So if you want to get back to it, no matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, it's time to just look within because it's always been there, right? Like you were born with the purpose, like the purpose doesn't get created. It doesn't become because of whatever happens. You were born with it. What happens is life is trying to teach us how to use it. And, and walk in it. And sometimes we just don't pay attention. We think it's some other stuff going on. And we be doing some other stuff. Because we're people. And people gonna people. Right? Life gonna life. Um, so I, I just always say. Just you know, close your eyes for 10 minutes a day. And start to ask yourself the hard questions. What do I really want to do? What do I do with, with before anybody can ask me. Before I can think about getting somebody to pay me for it. You know, what did I used to do when I was a little kid? For me, when I was a little kid, I was out here, you know, selling stuff to my grandparents and then expecting them to give me real money in exchange. I've always been an entrepreneur. That's who I've always, you know what I mean? Like, that's who I am. And so I just started walking as an adult in that thing. And I think it's the same thing. And then as far as turning it into a business, find a, a true business coach, right? And I, I'm using that really harshly because there's a lot of people who have the smoke and mirrors, right? 
pay attention to people, right? Use your, your, your discernment and find somebody who's invested in not getting your money as much as they're invested in seeing you get to the next place. Because those are the types of people that will pay attention to you telling them your purpose and hear your passion. Because when you start talking about your passion, it sounds different, right? When I start talking about black people it sounds totally different than when I'm just talking business and then they will be able to ask you questions about well what do you do like what can you do without even trying right and then they will boom there's a sweet spot don't try to do it by yourself because I think that that's where we disservice it right because we go oh I know what I could do but nine times out of ten you're thinking through the lens of what the world says you can do not what you can really do or who you really are. And so it, it takes quiet. It takes pulling back. Um, I, I tell people all the time, it's going to take pulling back from the people closest to you because a lot of times their opinions and their thoughts are what's shaping how you're moving versus you. And we don't even realize it and not in a bad way, right? Like your mama probably want the best for you, but she won't what she thinks is the best for you. Not necessarily what, you, you know, um, and so I just, I think that that's how you do it. What awesome and inspiring closing remarks. This is Jennifer Pink with Thumbprint Collective. Jennifer, one more time for a listening audience. Where can they find you online and what's your email? Uh, please give that out one more time before we end our conversation here. You can find me everywhere at Miss Jennifer Pink. Um, you can connect with us on our website, thumbprintcollective.com, blackbusinessovereverything.com. And you can always email me at um, info at thumbprintcollective.com. Jennifer, thank you. It was an absolute delight. Until next time, thank you for being with us today. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. You're listening to Empress Conversations Podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empressconversationswithmaggie slash get hyphen started.